0: Well Caliber here launching a new range of woods and launch time means a dock-hawk time right here with Alan <laughs> again, so Alan we've got new EPIC drivers here, yes. and that's quite a powerful name, so what is it that's making this so special for you?
1: Yeah, EPIC was actually the code name for this driver in R&D and it was all about setting ourselves really high standards, um, going beyond what we, our normal thinking would take us to, to think differently, to try and create something really remarkable. Uh, it also represented the level of endeavour at, at the end uh, that uh, it took to actually make this driver, so we thought that it was worthy of the name. Uh, just because of uh, everything that we'd been through in actually creating it.
0: All right. So all of it's really centered around these two titanium bars you got behind the face. Yes. I
1: mean, how did you discover that in the first place? Yeah, there was a long journey. It was about a four-year journey, in fact, that started out in a place that we didn't understand. So, almost genuine research for once, where um, there was an effect that we saw in the Big Bertha Alpha driver with its vertical gravity core sitting inside a vertical carbon tube inside the head that connected the sole and the crown. They, they didn't connect them uh, anywhere near the face or anything like that, but we saw something different in our computer models. We didn't quite understand about the way that that body and the face related to one another in impact with a golf ball. And it would have been quite easy to ignore that, but instead we went and researched what that was, asking ourselves the question, is there something there that we don't understand that is maybe counterintuitive to the way that we normally design driver faces that could lead us to a different place? And uh, we're resourced resourced well enough to be able to go and do that, and through a lot of computer simulations, uh, physical prototypes, uh, we came up with this arrangement of two titanium rods that connect the sole and the crown in a position really immediately behind the face. So their their job is to add vertical stiffness to the head. Um, So when the ball and the club face are in contact with one another, they're being stretched, they're in tension and they're resisting the temptation of the body to want to stretch as well. Um, And if we can make that that uh, stretching less or you know, make the head stiffer in the vertical direction, uh, then we actually get more flexibility in the face. Um, and that means that if, we, if the face flexes more when it's in contact with the ball, the energy transfer to the ball is more efficient and you get more ball speed, which means more distance.
0: I mean, we've heard a lot about flexible faces and how there's a limit on it. Yeah. So obviously, you were at that limit before. So, right. So how how can you say that it's flexing more when?
1: Previously well, this a is limit? A, this is an important part about this in that uh, the vertical stiffness that we've in, increased here um, really makes the face flex more when it's in contact with a golf ball and a regular impact, uh, and that. Increase in efficiency of, of impact really gives us the boost in ball speed while still staying conforming to the CT test.
0: There's obviously two models: there's the Sub Zero and then the standard one. And the standard yeah. one, you've got the sliding weight around the back. Can you say why you've done that?
1: Yeah, I mean both of the drivers um, really have weight uh, in important positions, maybe to attack different uh, problems that golfers might have when they come to deciding between drivers in a, in a fitting process. So the the standard model features uh, weight that moves in a track around the perimeter. Um, the perimeter nature of the weight means that the weight's always contributing to MOI no matter where it is and it, this is a heavier weight than we've had before in a shorter track which overall is more efficient as well. Uh, so 17 gram weight in a slightly shorter track but given as a bigger throw of being able to move the ball left or right in the sky to counteract people's difficulties uh, with direction. The Sub-Zero model doesn't use the track and the perimeter weight it instead has a heavy and light weight in two distinct positions forward and back, really aiming at lowering or um, lowering even further um, the center of gravity position. Um, And the sub-zero driver is unique in that um, low CG drivers, low spin drivers have also really been low forgiveness drivers up until now because they've had low MOI with a lot of weight used to try and just get the CG low. The structure of these drivers means that we can have high MOI and low CG for the first time so it's a bit of a paradigm shift in uh, in performance for low spin drivers. So between the two you've got options in fitting now that uh, average golfers could use this driver the Sub-Zero because it's so forgiving at the same time as uh, using the standard model to fit whatever it is that's their primary concern um, for enhanced performance to them as an individual.
0: I mean, obviously, you've got fixed weights in the sub zero. Yeah. Um, why would, with the slider weight, obviously, you've got more. Uh uh, gubbins, if you like, to, <laughs> yeah. to enable the weight to slide, and that obviously must take up some weight and change dynamics. It does. Dynamics. So why have you gone for a slider weight rather than maybe having one or maybe two fixed weights?
1: Well, we love the feedback that we get about having the ability to move the weight just a little bit to tune in any one person's uh, ball flight different from someone else. So versus fixed weights, we think this gives us a lot of flexibility uh, and certainly a lot of feedback that we've had over uh, previous models that, um, in, you know, the people who do the fittings really like the ability to make small adjustments as well. So. Wow.
0: You mentioned the MOI there. I mean, we're seeing some numbers uh, yeah. uh, earlier that were saying it was like seven or 8,000 That's right. Grand. But I mean, is, the, is the limit not 5,900?
1: So that would be measured on one axis alone. So if you take oh, okay. the, the club head, and uh, if I can demonstrate here, you just measure it in the open-closed direction, mm-hmm. then that's the axis that the limit is really talking about. But it's also very important in the loft D loft direction. Um, because uh, you hit, when you don't hit the center of the face, usually a combination of of both of those axes come into play. If you hit high toe or low heel, for example, the open close and the lofty loft are both in, in action. Um, so we decided to add those two together to illustrate the, what we've achieved with uh, Epic drivers. Um, and numbers around 8,000 are really high, um, particularly for a driver that has adjustability in it as well. And it's made possible because of the structure of the head. Um, the exo-cage in titanium uh, combined with the triaxial carbon is the, really the lightest stiffer structure that we can devise uh, to take weight from the center part of the head and the crown part of the head and move it to the back or the front.
0: Okay so there's also an epic fairy wood which which complements it. Now this doesn't have the
1: jailbreak jailbreak, in it so can you explain why that would be? Yeah yeah so um, if you look at the the sort of aspect ratio of a fairy wood face its relatively shallow top to bottom relative to its width and also it's a lot smaller than a driver face so uh, if you don't hit the center of a fairy wood face automatically then you're much closer uh, to the perimeter of the fairy wood face and that makes it very important that the fairy wood face has a very uh, flexible perimeter so While jailbreak is about stiffening the head vertically, um, that's specific to to driver shapes really at the moment. Uh, And instead here we're we're focusing on flexibility of the boundary. Uh, And for that we use our forged face cup. And we've been able to engineer that to be thinner in the boundary than we've had before, which gives us more of a flexibility effect and more ball speed. Now, this fairway wood also has the triaxial carbon in the crown, so it's the lightest crown we've ever had. It weighs less than six grams, allows us to displace a lot of weight from an inefficient position and put it uh, in a place where we can get higher MOI and a better CG position. So if you like, it has the same DNA as the driver, it's trying to be very forgiving, uh, very easy to hit, enhanced ball speed from the face, uh, but it does it without uh, using the jailbreak technology.
0: So is it still the same concept of having that stiffer sole and crown to create the same effect, or is it a different concept?
1: It's really uh, more about flexibility. You know, you hit the fairway wood off the turf a lot, um, where it creates lower on the face impact location so we really want uh, reprising flexibility, not only of the striking surface but of the area immediately behind it. Now, is there a chance that jailbreak could appear in a fairway in the future? Of course, you know, uh, but just at the moment the technology is not mature enough.
0: Well, that's a lot of great innovations there Alan, so thanks for sharing it with us. You're welcome. Uh, for more reviews on all the Calvert products, including uh, the Epic Drive and Fairway, please just check out the Golf Lock website.